We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The Aircast Times Memphis Grizzlies radio network play-by-play host. Kind enough to reschedule and join us today. Eric, help me make sense of the fourth quarters. How do you see it? I wish I could. I wish I had an answer for yeah, I'm you. I'm sure Taylor Jenkins does too, right? You know, so it's a weird thing. I kind of expected that. I'm sorry, I thought you were going to talk a little longer. I just took, I ate a cracker. Um, I think it's one of those just awkward things. They're so good in the first, and they're so good in the third on the season that it's hard to fathom why. And the second quarter is not that great either. Yeah. Why the second and fourth quarters are – you know, in the fourth quarter, you're supposed to be playing your best players, and, and they do stick to a rotation. They get those guys out there, but I just don't know. Like, last night, I I, I think that it, towards the end of the game last night, John Morant realized he needed to, he needed to help and, and take some of the scoring load. He had been passing a lot, but if they were going to come out on top, he needed to get some buckets. And, you know, he missed the layup. He yeah. got to the rim. He got around Embiid, missed the left-hand layup. He, he didn't get bumped, and – it just missed. It's unfortunate. Um, you know, they, they foul Embiid on the bucket. An 86% free throw shooter misses the and one, and it turns into a three. So instead of giving up an and one, you give up a two and a three. Yeah. So that's an extra two points that really affected the game, and they, they should have had that rebound. They had a chance to get a couple of steals they didn't get. And I don't know, man. I just don't know what what the – problem is it's it's been a season-long thing and it's it's wild because up until this stretch where they've struggled they were one of the best teams in terms of going into the fourth quarter with lead they had only lost once and now they've lost I think seven they've lost six games where they've had leads in the fourth and they really controlled this game and without Steven Adams I thought they were playing terrific all the way around David Roddy looked good Xavier Tillman was playing one of his best games Jaron was playing well but you know look any night that Jaron and Josh struggle like that from the field it's going to be hard to win and Dez had 19 in the first quarter and then finished with 25 so either they got out of the rhythm of getting him the basketball in good spots or Philly made some adjustments but somebody else had to step up and nobody really did unfortunately Brandon Clark Tyus Jones had games below what they normally give you and you go on the road it's already hard enough to win there and I think we said it on the broadcast with about four minutes to go they had a four-point lead. I said, you're going to – you can't be looking to the officials. Yeah. You can't look for anything else. But you're going to have to play nearly perfect basketball to beat these guys down the stretch because they're good, and they're very good, and, and they've won a ton of games on the home floor. They've actually handled the West rather easily this year, which is a rarity 
for Eastern Conference teams. Yeah. So they're still making play with anybody. And, you know, it's, I don't think this is a problem in the grand scheme of things, especially, you know, if they're playing better basketball. But because they're struggling a little bit right now, people are looking at us going, oh, is it time to hit the panic button? And I said, you know, and I don't think it's time to hit the panic button, but it's frustrating because that would have been a great um, – that that would have been a great uh, win to get on, on somebody else's home court, and they didn't do it. No, I mean, to your point, I was trying to think about it this way, and not even necessarily like, okay, spin it positively. Obviously, the result of the game is going to impact the way people feel. Like, duh. No, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I'm saying anything profound there. Right. But I do wonder, is it maybe not as bad as it seems? Because if you do take a step back, hey, they they had a really good basketball team on the road, they had him down double digits in the fourth quarter, and John yeah. Jaron offensively didn't play well. well I right. don't feel like that's going to happen very often. No, no, it's not. And look, you, you, we again, we, it's like a broken record right now. You see how valuable Steven Adams is. You see what he means to this team. And when they're getting offensive rebounds, when they're struggling and trying to make a run back in a game and, and you can't secure those rebounds the way you could if Adams is out there, then you, you understand. And, and look, it's, it's wild. There's a reason they gave him the two-year extension. And um, this is not a – they're not at the point yet where they can – everybody can have an off night and they've got a, a star that can just completely carry them. Yes, Jaw is on the cusp of that. But we were talking about this last night as well. You look at Joel Embiid. Yeah, and where he is now compared to when he got in the league. Obviously, it was a process because of the injury to the foot and all that stuff. He's 29 years old, and he looks like a man amongst boys. And Jaron is 23, 22, 23, I think, and you're thinking, okay, he's not going to have a significant drop-off in the next six years. Like, athletically, in fact, if anything, he's going to get stronger and better barring any major injuries, which we knock on wood hope never happens. And that's what he could potentially – look like not quite as offensively skilled, but defensively and strength-wise, okay, that's a pretty good thought. Jaw gets better. Everybody gets better. And there'll be some different faces in, in places as that goes along. But this is a still a really young basketball team, but we've been a little bit spoiled. Been a little bit spoiled by early success for a team that really it was going to be next year was their target year to make a big leap forward that these first two years were going to be years of – hey, we're going to be good, but we're going to have to figure some things out. And they've been the two seed last year, and they're still in the two seed this year and still have a good chance at it. Obviously, got to start winning more games. But if they're not the two, they're going to be the three or four, you would think. And that's pretty good considering each year everybody says, oh, they're going to take a step back. Oh, this is going to happen. Oh, this is – they're not ready to do this. Oh, last year they caught people off guard. And that is a, a, a factor. I do think that there's some of the – let, there's there's less of the oh you know they're the Grizzlies they're good but they got a ways to go people respect them and and I know people dislike them which is a sign of respect because it happened again last night where jawing goes on and they've got a reputation and they've got a reputation because people are paying attention and people are paying attention because people know they're good so frustrating yes hard for fans to watch down the stretch when you feel like okay this is going to be the turning point this is where the the, you know, you get the, the signature victory, so to speak, like a college team would say, to kind of push you back into the, the realm where you should be. And it doesn't happen because against a team like that with two future Hall of Famers 
and I do think MB is a future Hall of Famer yeah, yeah. At the, already. Um, they're going to make plays down the stretch, and if you don't match them, <laughs> that's it's not going to go well for you. And they didn't match them; they just didn't. They missed shots, and they had open looks. I mean, look, Desmond Bain gets a wide open three to tie the game. You, you feel good about that? I do. I oh, think. I, had, I, the, I mean, you you know, for people that were like, you know, I mean, obviously when you win. Everybody's looking for somebody to blame. But, like, I did see some people trying to blame Jenkins. I'm sitting there going, he called timeout, and he drew a play to his best three-point shooter, and he got a wide-open look. Like, right, I, what, right. what more do you want? Like, How are you blaming Taylor Jenkins for Desmond Bain missing and then getting a rebound? And, yes, he hesitated on the second one because James Harden was there, which you kind of want to go, yo, dude, James Harden ain't blocking your yeah, shot. It's just, but, yeah, it's like let it rip. Yeah, but it's. It's human nature. You see a defender right in front of you. You're not taking the the time to look at his jersey and go, "Oh, it's James Harden. I can just let this rip." But you got to let it rip either way. And and look, they still. I think the frustrating thing about that was they got the look they wanted. It was early in the clock, and they got a second one. And maybe it was just the internal clock. Jaron didn't realize that he had way more time to pull that ball out or go get a two and then foul. Did they have a timeout? I think they did. But, you know, look, they, they didn't have the possession of the ball long enough to do anything. No, like, Jaren's I'm not, right. I'm definitely not in the camp of blaming Jaron. I just couldn't, like, because in the, in the end, like, hey, it's, you know, the clock's running and I'm sure yeah. everything's going fast. It's like, it just almost felt like if you had a timeout, that's a good spot to use one to try and get reset because it just felt so chaotic at that point. I believe they did, but, you know, I would have to go back. And that's, that's so nitpicky. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm right. not, I'm not blaming anyone. It's happening so fast. Yeah, you're right. I know you're not doing that, but like, again, it's very easy to look at all of these things and say, okay, this, we could have done, you could have done this better. Here's the thing. They needed to make, finish off plays a little bit better than they did. The Rockets found the, I'm saying the Rockets, I'm thinking the Rockets because the Harden, yeah. Sixers found the mismatches that they wanted when they needed to get back in the game. They got guys isolated in matchups that were favorable for them. Look, hard guard for Xavier Tillman to take to to take Joel Embiid straight up. Hard guard for John Conchar to get James Harden off the bounce. And that's kind of what happened. And, you know, okay, that's you know, that's that's where you're at. You're missing Luke Kennard, you're missing Steven Adams and, you know, the the you only got one, you know, true ball stopping defender and he's moving around too. So yeah. it's give Philly some credit. They're really good. I think they're you know, I know everybody's talking Boston, 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 and rightfully so. And then people are talking about Milwaukee. You sleep on that team, you're in trouble. I, I know they didn't look great last night, but if you sleep on that team, I think you're in real trouble because they've got enough talent there and uh, just a devastating pick-and-roll duo that in a playoff series could really cause a lot of problems. What are you seeing from Dylan? Because to me, on the offensive end, you know, it's one thing, like, now, like, you can't even make the argument, like, oh, he's taking too many shots. I, I just see someone, it looks like he's, like, going through a war in his own head on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, uh, a little hesitant, a little, you know, lack of You confidence. can feel him thinking, and, and maybe, I don't know if it's in the yeah. building, but that's what it feels like on TV. Yeah, there, there, and I said that, I think, on one of the plays. He, he wasn't as instinctive as he was like, do I really want to take this shot? Where in years past, <laughs> that's never been like, an issue. Well, yeah, it wasn't an issue and it was a problem for some fans, but 
you know, he even admitted, like, I've got to get myself right. I've got to get back to believing in my game. And, you know, it'll get there. Again, tough way to open up out of the break with one of the best teams in the East. And they're now 10-3 and three against the West in Philly. So they're beating everybody up there. It's not like this was a, a you know, a one-off that you look and go, well, you just gave one back to the field. You didn't give one back to anybody. They're really good on the home court. When Steven Adams returns, is it going to be a no-duh moment where it's like, okay, because, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm of two minds. On the one hand, I know what he provides. Like, in the end, I'm with you. I think Steven Adams probably gets one or two of those rebounds in, in the fourth quarter, and that maybe sure. changes, changes the complexion. I also think Ja doesn't go 0 for 5, all basically in the paint, without Steven Adams. But I do yeah, also did you wonder... you notice that, that when they, whenever you got in there, that whoever... Embiid or whether it was Paul Reed yeah. or anybody was guarding, if Jaron wasn't there and Jaron was generally on the perimeter, they just said, hey, if you can get it to him, knock yourself out. We'll take our chances with the other guy. Yeah. But we know we need to double you or you're going you're gonna to really hurt us. But I, I think Adams, they still probably do that, but they have to have a little bit more respect because of his size. And if John misses, that, that ball's not getting anybody else but Steven Adams. He's going to box out Joel Embiid. Embiid had a good game here in Memphis. And, yes, the Sixers did not have James Harden nor Tyrese Maxey that night. But they had Tobias Harris, and they had a good squad. And the, the Grizzlies just controlled the game the entire way, despite Embiid having a monster night. Harris had a big first quarter, but after that he didn't do much of anything. And then last night, again, I just – when Adams is there helping on the pick-and-roll defense, it makes a difference. You don't have so many guys sagging in. They, they have got to stay true to their defensive principles. They left too many shooters wide open in the corner – throughout the ball game, and it, it, it came back to bite him. Yeah, it's like – And that's okay. I mean, it's a, it's, it happens. It's one of these things like – I don't want to sound overly critical no, of the no. team because these are, these are normal things in an NBA season. I just think everybody kind of got spoiled with the 11-game win streak and thinking, oh, my gosh, there are people talking about this team winning a championship now, and this is two years ahead of schedule, three years ahead of schedule. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.